so I have a question, right? And I, I don't know if you, either of you saw this in the Discord, but um, a lovely member of the uh, Discord community in the podcast-specific chat room went on a date. Uh, with oh, yes. a, a, and, and they said it went really well, and they really much, very much enjoyed the date, and it was in an aquarium. And they're going on a zoo date later, I think, was, was suggested. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm um, really proud but, of them for that. But in the uh, in the aquarium, the the datee, the person they were on a date with, they didn't bang the glass, but they put their hands on the glass at several points, uh, and they were wondering if if there was a a sort of sliding scale <laughs> of of bang. Basically, is is any touching of the glass acceptable, or or does this indicate a potential propensity toward glass banging in the future? Oh, I, I don't think there's any sort of slippery slope here. I think touching the glass is a perfectly excusable uh, extension of passion. You know, they, yeah, they just want to be in the world of the fish, so they try <laughs> to merge with the glass. It's it's wonder, isn't it? It's a. I I think touching is worse than banging because it leaves, <laughs> <clears throat> it leaves a big sticky handprint, which some poor person then has to come and clean. We're banging. The, the the impact is you're you're on the glass for very minimal time. You're like bang off, bang <laughs> off. So the knuckles don't measuring... leave much of a <laughs> imprint. You're measuring the impact uh, purely on human terms. It doesn't matter if like well, a fish's you're, you're, eardrums well, the, explode. The, those are the terms that matter. I feel so. Um, <laughs> yes. I have more respect for the aquarium staff, so I wouldn't touch the glass ever. But I, I was an aquarium staff, and I had to do some glass cleaning. It's fine. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, like water droplets and barked coke and things get on the tanks anyway, so you have to clean them every day. And you know, if <laughs> if within that, you know, mandatory acceptable daily dirt accumulation there are a few smudgy fingerprints from children or people on dates uh witnessing the wonder of the marine world i think that's completely acceptable (laughs) i like the idea of going on a date and it being perfect you're really like gelling with the person and then right at the end they just start thumping a fish tank and you're like what the hell i didn't know this person at all (laughs) let's get out of baseball bat (laughs) Welcome, listener, to the Electronic Wireless Show, episode 165, the best drinks in games special. This is Rock Paper Shotgun's PC gaming podcast, and the only podcast you need, in my opinion, which is that of Alice Bell, and I am thrilled to be joined this week by Mr. Pepper. Hello. 
Is it Dr. Pepper is your father or what's the... No, I... I was Dr. Pepper and I lost my medical license. Oh, no! Mm. Mm. Uh, As the saying goes, Dr. Pepper, so misunderstood. Uh, And that's what it was. It was a misunderstanding. I mean, I guess we know what what the worst that could happen is now. Yeah, my career's Um... over. (laughs) So... Yeah. Do you want to go into what happened, or are we? No, gonna... it's, it's it's water under the bridge now. That's, okay, I'm sorry. We'll move on. Uh, and uh, we're also joined by Drinkenstein. Me was the misunderstanding. <laughs> oh yes. Oh no, he's back. <laughs> Me have oh, real for okay. blood. Oh, yes. <laughs> the, last, the last I saw of you, you were running off into the wilderness, you freak. I learnt about the inherent good of mankind, and I drank a lot of Fanta. Yeah. Oh, dear. Okay. My first and last mistake. <laughs> Before you joined uh, the call, Nate, I said, oh, Mr. Pepper, and Matthew started laughing and then said, I'll think of something <laughs> Thank goodness I was able to string a a wonky narrative together from our two (laughs) names. Uh, How are you both today? Oh, very well, thank you. Yeah, I've been uh, a bit bit, bit of a low patch, but climbing out through the magic of ape legs. Uh, I'm... Yeah, still really on a burn with that game. It's the longest I've played like a shooter uh, in, in a long time. Although, that said, I'm not really playing it as a shooter. My favourite thing, because I, I, I cannot shoot. I'm rubbish at shooting in games. Um, yeah. But I've discovered something I love doing, uh, which is there's a robot skeleton in the game called Revenant, who I like because he's got a skin that makes him look like a Necron. And he's right. got a really cool, like, frightening voice. And when I'm the jump master, because um, it's the same lads who used to play Age of Empires with me, and now we've all just moved, the three of us moved to Ape Legs and do it as a trio. Uh-huh. Whenever I'm the jump master, I steer us to exactly, like, I tail another group of three, uh, following them really aggressively, like an Audi, and then. <laughs> <laughs> try to land on them and begin punching and usually we die straight away mm-hmm. but yeah. there's always the spectacle of a robot skeleton beating a man to death as he rummages desperately through a crate and i just like to think <laughs> how dramatic one person's night gets as a result i i was going to say like do, do you have any sort of fun fun sort of play play games um tips for eight plagues because you you did a lot of weird stuff uh in um plank bat when you were playing that a lot like worm protocol and stuff yeah worm protocol for those not familiar with the law uh was just <laughs> for, for those for those unfamiliar with nate's larger oeuvre <laughs> was like when it just looked desperados three and the team you know you were blatantly gonna die 
uh, what you would just announce worm protocol and you would all lie down on the ground in single file and crawl across the map hoping the enemy would pity you too much to shoot you. Never worked, <laughs> but very honourable. No. Mm. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, that's good. Uh, Matthew, uh, any any food or tooth updates? <laughs> no food I don't want to pigeonhole you. Though um, I have I have got a new nemesis. Ooh. Okay. Um, and it's uh, Olympic gold medalist swimmer Tom Dean. Okay. Oh, wow. Because <laughs> um, he started he... Par- he started parking on our road, and he's got <gasps> he's got the primo parking spot on our road, and he's squatting his car there. And I don't know that he lives on our road because there's only three houses, and he definitely doesn't live with us. And I haven't seen him next door, but he's hogging like the prime spot. Wow. So in my head, I've developed this big, right. I've never met the guy, but I've developed this sort of like, um, sort of weird rivalry with him. Um, I'd like to think if we ever met, we'd probably face off and cause he's also a tall man. So, um, it'd like be quite a, dramatic. a Batman v Superman kind of deal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I've got the advantage if I'm on land. But not not by sea because he yeah no oh, he's very good at swimming <laughs> like he's the, um, literally the best I mean as long as I'm within two hundred meters of him <laughs> <laughs> I'm basically dead <laughs> but he might not be good at fighting well that's what I'm hoping you know yeah. up at, if I can because Bath's very hilly um, annoyingly we're quite close to the river so I feel like we are on his home turf. <laughs> um, if I, but I, all I have to do is go uphill. But then I'm quite unhealthy because I only eat sweets. So yeah. the hill is also my weakness. So I don't know if it's it. It's a real tricky what if. Um, yeah. Like in the top trumps of me versus the Olympic gold medalist <laughs> swimmer, I I don't know how it would play out. I'd quite like to get mixed up in uh, this feud. Maybe I could do some sort of aquaman business and command the fish. Oh, interesting. But, you know, whose side will I join? Yeah. That's the question. I mean, it's quite I, I well listen, I've got I've got a I've got to say that I I I assume it's Tom D <laughs> because his car's got his name on it. What? I was gonna say, how do you know it's him? Well, spo- he, like I think the Bath Swimming team, they're sponsored by like a local, you know. Audi dealership or something, so it's it it's got like their name written all over it. It says like Tom Dean, British swimming, British swimming. Oh, that doesn't leave all over yeah, it. Yeah, wow. much room for guesswork, does it? Yeah. Also, and this is like I'm going full Sherlock here. Whoever yeah. drives that car, their car seat is pushed right back, and he is a big tall. man. He is ah, a big man. Yeah, good. yeah, yeah. So I'm pretty sure it's him. Um. Uh, which is quite bold to just obnoxiously take the best spot and then have your name all over your car. So, if anything, yeah, so... if I had my name on my car, I, it would encourage me to be like the best possible to behave you know, driver yeah. I could be because everyone be like, who was that guy? Who was that really gracious driver? It was Matthew Castle. <laughs> um, Who's not... Matthew Castle? <laughs> yeah. British podcast. It says so on the car. Uh, so yeah, so that's he parked very close to Catherine. She had to do she had to do some real manoeuvring to get out. Wow, 
and I'm holding a grudge on her. She doesn't care. She's like, it really wasn't a big deal, but I'm holding a grudge <laughs> on her behalf. I, I look forward to seeing this develop because I do. I am now imagining it like Batman v Superman, where like you know, in the the later, the most recent one, where like Batman's real mad at Superman, but Superman doesn't really know that Batman exists. So. <laughs> Mm. I thought you were going to say we both make peace when we both find out that our mums are called Leslie. Have the same name, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Leslie, and he's like, wait a second, your mum's called Leslie. I'm like, yeah. And then he pulls me out of the river, and then we're friends. <laughs> I really hope that's what happens. <laughs> yeah. And then we team up for an even worse sequel. Now I can still be Aquaman. It just gets better. You are still Aquaman. You can Aquaman. still be Aquaman, yeah. yeah. It really works. <laughs> Does that mean I can... Be Wonder Woman. Yeah. I quite like that. You'd be better than Gal. No, it's a really cursed recasting of that film. <laughs> <laughs> can, we, can we be like, can we be like those dudes that crowdfunded, you know, those dudes that remade Indiana Jones shot for shot, like <laughs> yeah. from when they were children, they're just like 12 year olds setting fire to like their parents' shed or whatever. Uh, and then they crowdfunded it to finish it when they're adults. Can we crowdfund for just us? Yes. <laughs> Batman v Superman. Instead of release the Snyder cut, it's like contain the castle cut. <laughs> yeah. It becomes the internet shout. <laughs> Neutralise the castle cut. Who? We need someone to be Lex Luthor. Who someone that be? we know. Hmm. Uh, be... Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> oh, yeah. Big star casting. I was going to say tights. <laughs> no, because Alabaster Titan is obviously um, uh, Doomsday. Oh yeah, the big monster. Oh, it just, it just, it all just writes itself. <laughs> <laughs> I think you could get Anthony Hopkins on board by like. You get to star alongside an Olympic gold medalist. That's got a kind of veneer of cool. The Flash, played yeah. by a can of Rio Tropical. <laughs> <laughs> just floating down the River Raven. <laughs> no, we just throw it really hard past the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, I sometimes wonder when we're doing one of these bits, what happened, like, if you started listening to the podcast for the first time this episode... <laughs> You'd be enraptured. <laughs> it's just I'll a you. nightmare. You'd be one of the many people giving it two stars on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean self-indulgent? <laughs> you <laughs> Has someone said that? Uh, no, it's not like glowing reviews, though, I will say. <laughs> yeah, if you're listening to this, do give us a five-star review. Well, have we had bad reviews? No, we haven't really. I don't really look at they're them. They're mixed. They're mixed. And I understand why. It is self-indulgent. I just don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. It's not for <laughs> I'll upload myself into the internet and beat up those reviews. But the, not, I'm not threatening uh, violence on the reviewers, but the reviews themselves, I'll tear them to pieces <laughs> with my hands. Uh, I also, I uh, did want to say that I drank some Rio Tropicali last week. I sent you a picture. Yeah, did you enjoy mm. it? I did. It was really good. It so, was really good. I was like, bloody hell. This, do you know what? This is great. <laughs> yeah, it is great. It is really great. It's really good. Um, and that is then when I uh, suggested the theme of this week's episode. Because I was like, do you reckon we could get 
an episode out of that? And Nate was like, well, that's the challenge, isn't it? So that's why this is the best drinks in games special. <laughs> yeah, so best drinks in games. So this is drinks that are in games. Um, mm. to, to clarify, I don't think there was any confusion over that this week, right? There wasn't. No. No. I mean, there's okay. some. I, I imagine there's some discussion about how far you can stretch the definition of drink to include, say, potions. Oh, well, that's what I've done. Hmm. Oh, you see. That's what I thought. I'm coming with a potion-heavy portfolio. Okay. Well, I mean, that's that's fine, I think. That's fine. We're good. I mean, I I have not... Mine is not potion-heavy. But, uh, you know, I think that's fine. Potion, You can drink potions. I'll allow it. Excellent. Uh, I always think... In RPGs, the design of the potion bottles, I'm probably thinking specifically of Baldur's Gate here, um, are not very, like, quaffable. Like, the design mm. of them, you think the liquid would really drip out of that. Or they've got very thin necks. It's not something you could, yeah. like, swig too freely. I don't think they think of them in that sense. I tell you, the one I was going to throw into the, the mix, potion-wise, might as well uh, launch straight off here. It was um, the mana potion from the original Diablo. Okay. It, oh, yeah. it just looked delicious because it was in a big <laughs> globe, um, <laughs> you know, and I've always wanted to drink out of a globe. And it just looked yeah. like the opacity, the viscosity, the shade of blue. It all looked perfectly calibrated to be like... I don't know, sort of like a smoothie, but more ethereal. And I wanted to quiz they you are... and, and ask, what fruit do you think it tasted like? It's very blue, isn't it? Yeah. It looks like a raspberry slushy kind of. Why is raspberry flavour blue? That's because a... they're not blue. I have no idea. That's a question. If anyone knows, let us know. Why is raspberry flavor blue? Because it's not. Maybe it's... I guess strawberry and cherry, and there are, maybe there are too many reds already. But I'm assuming you've been mm. made aware of that banana fact loads. Yeah. So do you reckon? Yeah. Like, so for those unfamiliar with the law, uh, artificial banana flavoring doesn't taste much like bananas, but that's because it does taste exactly like a cultivar of banana that's now extinct. And I wonder if that's the case with blue raspberry. Right. They used to be blue raspberries. Used to be blue. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. What if? Um, so I'd be tempted to say mana potions taste of blueberry, but blueberries actually kind of go like purple, don't they? They don't go like that blue. Oh, I can't. Blueberries um, are so disappointing. They never taste of anything. <laughs> um, I don't like them. They kind of pop in your mouth like little eyeballs. I'm not a fan. Um, so, I, but I definitely think it's some kind of fruit. It, it's def, it's yeah. Whereas I think a health potion would be more savoury. Um, personally, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, uh, I'm just getting that kind of vibe, but but it's very blue, isn't it? A mana potion. What if it tastes um, like it was, it would leave gravy? A... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it. Did you think all the 
wizards would have um, big blue smears around their mouths constantly. Just big drips in their beards, yeah. <laughs> just like blue at the side of their little big blue tongues or something. <laughs> so here's the thing. I imagine it tasting, and you're just going to have to bear with me here, like petrol, but nice. Well, because it's like gassing you up for the fight. Well, right? yeah, and it's like, you know, magical fuel. Uh, but, yeah. you know, obviously it's not petrol. Otherwise, wizards would just be writhing around on the ground, losing their eyesight and weeping. Yeah, I can imagine it would maybe taste unpleasant, yeah. But it's such a kind of nice blue colour. Maybe it just kind of burns. Maybe it's like an maybe it's like an alcohol, like a spirit. What? So any of the magic using characters are just wasted it's constantly. Smashed. Yeah, <laughs> the terrible price. Isn't that, so, isn't that sort of in the deal in The Witcher? Isn't like the the base ingredient of all alchemy alcohol in that? And that's why it's called al- alchemy. No, I don't know. I don't think it's no. I don't think it's like alchemy. <laughs> alchemy. Um, <laughs> It's um, or maybe I think that the, the base ingredient is something called like alkahest, and maybe I'm mm. just confusing that with alcohol. Um, but the the witch has got a big booze game, that's for sure, because you're always yeah. picking up like Kedwani stouts and things like that. Um, yeah. like your inventory's full of just tankards of sloshing ale. Um, <laughs> and there's definitely like. It definitely draws some parallels between heavy drinking and potion drinking. Yeah. Because you can only drink so much before it like poisons you and then you have to like you know, wait for it to sort of settle down again. You almost have like a sort of potion hangover in that game. Yeah, I mean well a lot and a lot of like unimaginative fantasy, you know, books or properties will just be like, if you use too much magic, you'll get addicted, or whatever. Mm. Um, yeah, that's a thing. I happened to Frankenstein. Uh, <laughs> what, is he addicted to Rio now? Yeah. <laughs> what do you think is the tastiest of the Skyrim potions? Because I've got... I, I often have a moan about the, the alchemy system in Skyrim, because it's, it's, it's almost worse than useless. But there are at least a wide range of potions... And visually, they're quite inventive. Um, and I suppose if you went to a fancy restaurant and their cocktail list was just the potions off of Skyrim, you didn't know what was in them, you just had to choose them based on the look, which one would you order? Mm. Oh, which is the kind of yellowy one? Stamina, oh, that's sort of amber-coloured. Right. Yeah. Uh, hang on, I'm just doing a wee Google to check that. I think so, in the Slim Vessel... Yeah, that one or I think it's a yeah, stamina one and it always it always looked kind of meady, like honey to me. I'd like that one, I think. What about you, Matthew? Uh, I don't really know my Skyrim potions well enough. There was Sorry, it's yeah. a weak answer. That's okay. <laughs> I mean, who it, uh, it, one shouldn't assume that everyone knows the visual poetry of <laughs> the Skyrim potion inventory. There's one, I swear, that looks like a bottle of Chambord. The raspberry liqueur. Yeah. Yeah, there's one There's one that looks like a little vial of, like, milk. Oh, yeah, isn't that the invisible well, I think, one? I don't know. 
Yeah, that one always looked gross to me. Oh, no. I started the day with a half pint of yop. That sounds great. Um, The The worst potion in The Witcher is the one that you drink to see in the dark because you need it when you're in a cave but it lasts for like 15 minutes and most caves are like three minutes and then you have to walk around outside and all the color of the world's like blown out because you've got this basically like permanent night vision um <laughs> which is just a, you know you can't I, I don't think there's a way of like i think maybe you can sleep to get through it but the idea of having to sleep off like a potion seems seems daft to me was there one like very early on there's a, a mission where like a woman is like really sick and you can give her one of your witcher potions and be like look might kill her might fix her don't know up to you, you know uh, that? yeah that rings a bell because the always... witcher potions they're only for witches yeah because they're like sort of chemically bred to on you know they just basically drink poisons you know instead of like yeah. milk <laughs> and then you get a witcher at the other end that's why their eyes go yellow they're all, they're all infertile as well grimly uh, pouring bring... meths all over its cornflakes <laughs> yeah I look, this has given me major deja vu to a conversation on this podcast where i got infertile and impotent confused um yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um yeah, it's funny how these mistakes go. Yeah, I think we ascertained okay, Gerald. Um, I think his willy's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, that's a big feature of the game, isn't it? Let's not get into this again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> one one I wanted to bring up is Nuka Cola, because that's a big feature of um, the Fallout series. But I think it it like the name Nuka Cola to me uh makes me think that it would have tasted of like, you know, um ninety-nine P own brand Aldi, you know, cola. Oh no, see, I always imagine like that kind of thin like Fentimans, you know, like old fashioned cola. Ah, oh. okay. Like elite artisan cola. Yeah, because it's all like well, it's not oldie worldy, but it's like nineteen fifty worldy, isn't it? And you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, what, do you, what do you think, Matthew? You're the you're the fizzy drink connoisseur. So, where do you think <laughs> well, Nuka Cola would be? Was, you know, uh, this podcast has many of those. Um, mm. uh, it's it's hard because I I, I I always think of like there's the one which is like radiated, right, and it kind of glows. Yeah, and I always thought that felt like a after effect of all the the nuke troubles. Um, yeah, that kind of. Did you think- Troubles. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a <laughs> soft way of putting it. They had those. They had those nuke troubles, and uh, but it's not. It's obviously a product they made beforehand. Um, I don't know if I would drink a glowing, like yeah, ra- like even if it was like aping radioactivity, like that isn't. I don't aspire to have like radioactive material in my body. No, it's well. We've learned that it's not great, is it? To, no. to sort but of that's do a bit that. like when you're a kid there's so much stuff which is marketed at you which is like disgusting i don't do you remember when there used to be a lot of like um sweet making factories when we were like yeah! in the 90s and it was all like oh. make them disgusting brains and eat them and you're like now i'd be like absolutely not i do not want any of that but for some reason oh, kids God, yeah. like like it, 
it looks like worms. And you're like, no, I never fine. had one of those yet. And you basically had like packets of gelatin that you poured into like yeah. plastic molds and then drizzled like more sugar Doctor, over. It's like Doctor Monster's puke factory it was or something. Like, it was yeah. horror, wasn't it? It was like, stamp on the hound's skull and out comes delicious sherbet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's the kind of stuff that got advertised on Saturday, between Saturday morning cartoons. It would cost, like back then, you had to be basically a millionaire to be able to afford that stuff. Um, oh, just, yeah, I, I've realised what, I, what I, both Nuka Cola and the Mana Potion from Diablo taste like. It's just hit me. You ever bitten into a glow stick? <laughs> yes, I have. I'm not going to go into it. I'm yeah. not either, Alice. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that—that's what it tastes like. Surely that's just uh, like a burning chemical mix. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, yeah, that's pretty yeah. much. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I've just got this image of me sadly making my monster brains from Dr. Monster's Peak Factory while you two are just gnashing down on freaking glow sticks. I mean, I wouldn't recommend eating a glow stick. Yeah, that is not going to be uh, my recommend segment at the end of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, don't eat glow sticks. Please. Uh, yeah. Please uh, I was going to suggest uh, Monkey Island for its relationship with both Grog the the pirate classic but also root beer um ah. i don't know if you remember but in, in monkey island root beer is 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 sort of like this powerful sort of voodoo agent which is always used to kind of kill ghosts and in both definitely one i think two as well like the the end segment revolves around mm. trying to find some root beer to shake up and sort of spray in uh ghost lechuck's face to make him melt because ghosts are allergic to root beer or something. It was just one of those weird, goofy things. Like, for years, it's one of those things that when you play a game and you, it introduces you to something, and then when you see it in the real world, like root beer for me will always be Monkey Island. Like, I think, oh, it's the thing from Monkey Island, root beer, because it wasn't very big in the UK at the time, I guess. Yeah. It's more of an American thing. Um, yeah, it's it's still not big here because it tastes yeah. like medicine. It's but horrible. Yeah it's, a, yeah, it's super weird, but... um. Just a strange bit of like Americana that only kind of entered my childhood through through video games, um, but that's uh, you know drinker's weapon. It's quite a quite a rare, uh, rare yeah, yeah case of that. I it's cool. And Nate, can you? Because I know grog is an alcohol, but I'm not really. Is it rum or what is it, Nate? Because you, I'm I'm asking you as if you definitely will know, but I sort of feel like you I will. will. Yeah, it's um. In in French cafes, grog is um, it's it's like watered down rum and lemon, and it's hot. Okay. Um, now, whether what happened in the navy was sprung from that or vice versa, I cannot tell you. But I can tell you that that is. You know, the closest to a universal understanding of what grog is 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 hot, watery lemon rum. Mm. <laughs> oh, and for that matter, yeah, did it, you know? Um, little tiny bit pirate trivia. Uh, they yeah. didn't have, they didn't eat limes in in the British Navy, at least. They didn't eat limes to stave off scurvy. They had something called Bertie, which was uh, a sort of pickled red cabbage. 
because uh, it's got way more vitamin C, so they just chug loads yeah. of that and do horrible nautical guffs. So being called limeys is a misnomer. Birdies. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Matthew. You I were saying that's, I, no. I didn't know that's where limeys came from. Oh, there you go. Well, a lie. Uh, hmm. The the wonders of etymology. Yeah, um, amazing. Um, but that weirdly um, tied to Monkey Island, um, Grim Fandango had something which to this day I don't really understand what it was meant to be, but there's a puzzle that revolves around drinking this sort of liqueur. Liqueur. How do you say that word? Liqueur. 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 Yeah, that's it. Um, That's got like gold in it, like real gold, like gold. It's called gold flake liqueur. Um, And you have to drink it to set off a metal detector because you've got gold in your body. Um, But when you drink it, at any other time, he does a little burp and some little gold flakes come out of his mouth, mm-hmm. um, which I remember being a nice little touch. Um, but <laughs> I don't know what that's meant to... I, was there a craze for for high, expensive spirits with real yeah. precious materials in them? I don't know. It was a plot point in uh, um, the, that film that Jonah Hill was in. Uh, do you remember that teen film people loved? Super I can't bad. remember the names. I think yeah, in Superbad they got so they they had to get like some gold liqueur. Oh, stuff. It's the it, gold schlager is is the real drink. Almost, that, what's that? It? Gold schlager. Yeah, it's it's just like guff cinnamon schnapps with tiny little flakes of blood in it. But wouldn't that? I don't like again the appeal of like drinking. Shards of metal. <laughs> well, gold, gold is gold. As is a very... former doctor, I can't recommend it. <laughs> gold is very unreactive. Is it? Does gold set off metal detectors? Yes. Okay. Well, it, it definitely does in Grim Fandango. If you wow. don't like that, you can take it out with Tim Schafer, circa <laughs> two thousand one. <laughs> Dear Mister Schafer, I wish to complain in the strongest possible terms. Um. What else? There's something else I wanted to mention. Oh yeah, uh, there's uh, in um, Hideo Kojima's last game, Death Stranding. He's made up this kind of horrible, like really sugary, uh, weirdly branded energy drink that turns up a lot called Monster. <laughs> uh, How inventive! The uh, I know, uh, and I just find its inclusion in the game still to this day. I know I've mentioned it before, but I find that. Uh, very funny um and uh you know the <laughs> the discussion around where the games are at and Hideo Kojima being an auteur and, and and whatever i think monster energy being in that game is just a reminder that video games can be art um but uh they are also just toys <laughs> it's very expensive toys Usually, um, I would have a massive go at Hideo Kojima at this point, as is traditional. But you know what? I love the monster energy thing. Good on him. <laughs> God, I think it was. I think it was Monster that um, Astrid used to really like when we were working together on the on the video team. Yeah, and she said she drank so much Monster at university it gave her heart palpitations. That's not good, is it? <laughs> no, Monster. I remember thinking like, I'm never drinking that. <laughs> 
you remember Relentless? She used to get... Yeah, it wasn't Relentless like the UK monster yeah. kind of thing. Oh, maybe it was Relentless. It was one of those. It came in like a can which I would describe as it was designed to look scary. <laughs> <laughs> Why do people do that? Like gothic fonts and they call it like heart attack. And you're like, well, I'm obviously not going to drink it. It looks like... Like everything I've been taught as a child is like not to go into a scary looking place. The idea of a drink called heart attack. <laughs> well, that's what that you know. Very powerful. It's it's the same mindset that designs roller coasters and then brands them up to be like this roller coaster will make you f- your spine, and you're like, no, thank you. Well, that was like the Smiler at Alton Towers. I remember I went there um, a month before it bent a load of people's legs. <laughs> and it, it's like a really threatening atmosphere like in the queue. And I was at, like, I'm not particularly afraid of roller coasters, but I was getting really freaked out. I was like, oh, it's actually, it feels like something really bad is going to happen. And it didn't, but then it did to someone else, didn't it? <laughs> Binned their legs. <laughs> the uh, leg binner. Oh That's what it was renamed. Um, uh, Too soon. I also, <laughs> I also want to mention it. It's a th- quite a throwaway reference in one of the Assassin's Creed games, but it stuck with me because it's a good, quite a good pun. Um, but a terrible drink. Because um, Sean, who's one of your like little mates, I can't remember which one it is. I, it's it might be Brotherhood. Um, but it's one of the uh, Ezio Arc Assassin's Creed games, and he says he's drinking a Shirley Templar, and. Oh. Someone says, oh, what's in that? And he says, oh, it's the usual, but with gin. And I just can't imagine that a Shirley Temple with gin in it would taste nice. Because <laughs> a Shirley Temple is just ginger beer, uh, grenadine, and maybe like some Sprite or some, some lime juice if you're feeling fancy. So it's just very sugary. And I just can't, like putting a botanical spirit in that. What are you doing? Mm. That's horrible. Am I wrong? Or... No, that does, yeah, that does sound a... very bad, doesn't it? Like it'd be vodka. You put vodka in it because vodka doesn't taste of anything, so you can put it in any drink, and it's fine. Um, wow. But I and I mentioned this before, but I didn't realize that Americans are horrified by the idea of a rum and coke. Really? Yeah, apparently. But one of America's favourite cocktails is the Cuba Libra, which is just a rum and coke with lime in it. Uh, not a rum and coke, a vodka coke. Oh, well, yeah, that's because that's horrible. Completely. It's, not, it's no, fine. It's, it's... It's, a, it's a cheap way to get a battered that students like. <laughs> that's and it doesn't, I mean, that's, that's, like, what you actually want is a coke. Yeah. Well, yeah, but you want a coke that will get you drunk. So. Yeah, or well, like, oh, I wish I had a really expensive coke. Dumb. That's so dumb. <laughs> dumb, dumb, now, dumb. Now, vodka and relentless. There's a drink. <laughs> I wonder if anyone puts Rio in their cocktails. Ooh, I'll. Do you know what? I'll make a. I'll buy a can of. I'll buy some cans of Rio at the weekend, and I'll take them home, and I'll have a a vodka Rio, and I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm interested to hear. Please, please give us your review. I imagine it would be lovely. That's what vodka mm. is. I don't drink much, but vodka would be my mixer of choice. My spirit of choice with mixes because it just doesn't taste of anything, so it doesn't matter what you put it in, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, any other video game drinks? 
Scream uh, to the table. A, a little shout out for Hitman, who's who's got a very good uh, fake brand game, and it has several canned drinks because you can chuck them at people's heads to knock them out. Um, it's got one called Doctor Pop. Um, <laughs> it's got it's. I think it's meant to be like the Red Bull or kind of uh, monster kind of energy drink thing called Thwack, um, which are, which is quite good. Um, there's definitely some other canned drinks. I mean, that game has like loads of boozes as well. Like Hitman Three has a level set in a vineyard and winery, and um, you know there's just heaps of bottles, and you're chucking bottles of wine around that, and you can pulp some people in the big great great pulper and stuff. Oh, that's, oh, I did. Um, that's good. It's did magic. a diary article about that level where I decided Ian Hitman was a massive soft drink connoisseur. So he was just chucking bottles of wine at people, like, with contempt, but then hoarding <laughs> soft drinks. And he got, like, really excited when he found some mercenaries enjoying some, like, 7-Up or whatever. There's <laughs> <laughs> a there's a really good signature killer in that level where you, um, you have to break into this sort of, like, the elite wine vault to steal, like, a very rare bottle of wine, which has been ordered by this sort of... Um, shady kind of you know like in james bond where blofeld has all his people sitting around the table it's a bit like that and then you can take that and poison this wine and then it kind of wipes out this whole organization because they all drink the wine and die at the same time that's really good yeah that is good um uh i think that's all i had as well in which case uh i should maybe usher you through the store uh into the cavern of lies Oh wow, that was a a spicy, a spicy cavern there. Um, So this cavern is, um, uh, it's still a cave and it's still rocky, but it's got like nice kind of uplighting and it's, uh, there's a bar at one end. It's like one of those, like, you know, when you go to like, um, you know, a theatre festival in London and it's in some like disused underground tunnels or whatever. And there's there's like a themed bar in there. It's like one of them. Very specific. You know, or like a secret or like a secret bar where you have to go in and, and you know, like the front is also a bar and then you have to say to the bartender, like, have you got any gin? And then he'll take you through a fridge into a gin bar or whatever. You know oh, what? I'll those... tell you what, I would have a better code word than that. That is gonna cause chaos. <laughs> Our secret code word is one Coke, please. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, one of those bougie, annoying, like, you know, s- secret in heavy square scare quotes kind of. Mm, mm. Um, and it's in a cave. And um, if you follow me to the bar, um, your bartender is enemy of the show, Ed Helms. Oh, no, not this guy. Uh, Ed Harris. Ed Harris. Sorry. Well, Ed Helms is one of them, isn't he? It's the Ed. Yeah, oh yeah. yes, Ed, we've Ed got several. Eddie. All the Eds. I keep confusing Ed Helms and Ed Harris, which is oh, they're very was different presents. Yes, yeah, you'd think it was the thing that you couldn't do. Let's <laughs> <laughs> say so it's Ed Harris then. It's only the show Ed Harris, and he's 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 got he's got he's prepared five drinks on the bar mm. um he's dressed as sort of like a hellish you know tgi fridays bartender <laughs> what an um, image yeah and, and 
It's got five drinks uh, on the bar, and these are um, all uh, video game themed cocktails, courtesy I've, that I've taken from thedrunkenmoogle.com, which I will link in the show notes, which just collates uh, themed cocktails and, and mocktails for games and other nerd things like Marvel films oh, and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of them is fake. And if you drink from the fake one, though he has poisoned it, is it oh. he will die. Just... Yeah, it's just actually a, a glass of glow stick juice. Nice. Um, and you'll have to drink milk as you cry and slaver uh, over the sink as glow stick innards fall out of your mouth. Jeez. Oh, um, <laughs> Bad news. <laughs> Uh, okay, so uh, the first one uh, is called a Bloody Alice. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a Bloody Mary made with blackberry brandy. Um, and instead of a stick of celery garnish, it's a knife. They've just He's just put a knife in it. Oh. So that's for American McGee's Alice. Oh, that is a... Uh, actually, no. That isn't that isn't weird at all. That, that sort of makes sense. But a knife, as a gun, that, that's very. Bad. Well, no, but I could see someone who was like into that series also being into like weird, weird cocktails. I don't think you have to like drink that. You have to swallow the knife as well. I think. Well, I, I think hope it's just... not. I mean, that'd be very foolish. I just, I, you know, I'm quite cross with them for doing that if it is real, because like, you know, just advising drunk people to do a fun thing with a knife near their mouth i mean yeah but that's alice though it's all a bit like sort of edgy and creepy isn't it it's that kind of there's no way to talk about our co-host but yes (laughs) 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 okay what's what's next on the bar um okay next is um it's like a a little um china cup and saucer with you know floral design on it it's called the afternoon tipple and this is a uh inspector layton themed drink uh it's i have to say sounds horrible um it's earl grey gin in kind of creamy stuff in cream uh with a sugar cube as well muddled in and um what's the creamy liqueur creme creme de um which one I don't know. What flavour? One of that I didn't uh is it the like kind of white chocolatey one? Dooleys. I don't know. I've not <laughs> creme de dooleys. <laughs> my Is that a thing? There's no. <laughs> no. My I I'm hold my hand up. Uh, my notes are incomplete and I'm not looking at the uh the oh, here, we here we go. Here we go. Right, Tobias. Monsieur Beckford. <laughs> <laughs> So that's so that's yeah that's uh, Professor Layton's <laughs> afternoon tipple. Okay, so it's like a cup uh, of tea but made out of booze. Made out of yeah, basically. That I, I, <laughs> I will say um, the <laughs> when I was looking at these, right? People tend to either do like they either want to make it look like something from the game or uh, be a nice like be be like a cocktail that makes sense if you see what i mean so like there's one that i saw that was um 
Uh, or like the Professor Layton one, they've just been like, he likes tea, let's make a gross tea cocktail. Like, why not just make something that Professor Layton would actually maybe drink? And also, would he drink at all? Shouldn't it be a mocktail? Like, can you imagine him getting hammered mm. on on tea? Of just being like, Luke, you <laughs> what is it? Bring, bring me the... I can't count. Where? And then knocking over like a chess set puzzle. Wait, is he like... the man from Pokemon? <laughs> That's Professor Oak. Oh, okay, yes. Of course. That was a test. <laughs> um. uh, I did a you're, Christmas you're feature a... once, which was like a, a spoof of the nativity in Endgamer, and the three wise men were Professor Layton, Professor Oak, and <laughs> Professor Kawashima. That is pretty good. Mm. Luke, you're my best friend. <laughs> I mean, that's true. So that's the sweet. It is true. Um, okay, uh, okay. So the next one uh, is a short. It's a short class. It's like um, uh, it's uh, called Karma Moment, uh, and it's for that uh, uh, iconic video game. Um, oh god, I forgot the name of the game. I didn't write it down. Oh my god. <laughs> What's that one where you you have electric powers and you can slide along? Um, infamous. infamous. It's an infamous cocktail. Right. It's called Karma Moment, um, and it's it's just a gin and tonic, and then you put blue curacao in it to make it look a bit blue. Or you can put a red liqueur in it to make it look like okay. you made a bad moral choice. So that it, uh, that there's no way you would have gone to this this game series to make this up. This 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 sounds genuine to me. That's very believable. Yes. Alright. Uh, Unless your whole oh I don't remember the game's name if and that was amazing acting if that is true. That was an attempt to make it sound like a more disastrous <laughs> lie than the other one. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> Whatever. Uh okay. Uh I've got the fat man, which is served in like quite a big mason jar type, you know, glass jar thing. Um which is uh, Coke with rum, cinnamon whiskey, uh, and vanilla vodka. Uh, and that is from the the Fat Man mini nuke launcher in uh, Fallout. I don't know why it's a, it's a Coke quite, thing. It's quite odd but, uh, to like, look at a nuke going off and go, I imagine that would taste delicious, delicious. like this. Yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, and then... The last one is the uh, Leviathan shot, which is a layered shot for um, the, you know, the axe in God of War. It's that ice axe, the Leviathan axe. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, you shake together lemonade and vodka for the bottom. And then the top is, uh, again, blue curacao. That sounds like absolute mm. Garfield. That does. <laughs> Is that good I... or bad? <laughs> oh, bad. Is Garfield good? No, nah, nah, never, never has been. Um, okay. Uh, Joy to, to list them again. Yeah. All right, so there's the Bloody Alice, which is a Bloody Mary with a knife in it. Yeah. Uh, the Afternoon Tipple, which is uh, Earl Grey, but in alcoholic cream. Mm-hmm. Um, the Karma Moment for... Uh, infamous, which is like a gin and tonic with food colouring in, basically. Uh, the fat man, the 
Coke with a lot of flavoured booze in it for Fallout, and then the mm-hmm. Leviathan layered shot for God of War. For me, this is between Alice and the Fat Man. <laughs> because. Interesting, okay. Fat Man, I could almost see the thought process of like, I'm going to make up a Fallout one. I'm thinking Nuka Cola. I go with Coke. I could just sort of see that's how my brain would would fake that. And the Alice one, I don't know. Just seems a little. It just seems a little undercooked. Just this thing with a knife in it. I don't know. What was the run? And, I and was you're saying because because it's undercooked, therefore it must be one of my ideas. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Deliberately undercooked. <laughs> Uh, I, yeah, I, the fact that the other ones are like Nintendo and PlayStation as well, I just feel like, I don't know. Yeah, I did. They are all, aren't they? Yeah. Sorry. Sorry to our PC purist listeners. No, that's okay. I just, yeah. I'm desperately. What, what about you, I'm Nate? I'm desperately trying to remember what the one I just could not believe was. Well, the one you made fun of me for was the afternoon tipple, the <laughs> alcoholic tea. The fact that you couldn't remember the ingredients was a bit of an alarm bell on that yeah. one. Yeah. You're like, what's the name of the ingredient? And we're like, mm, this feels like fill in your own lie. I, I, think <laughs> I just didn't write it down. I I've, I've just been distracted by the fact they all just sound like rubbish drinks, and I'm disappointed in the website. Um, I did. I have to say, I, it's not like I picked the best on offer. No, that's that was quite a good one for um uh LA Noir that was it was called like Truth Lie Stout and it's um some other booze <laughs> mixed yeah, right? Well, Isn't good. that good? Mixed with uh Guinness and it uh sounded actually alright. That's good. I like that. Uh I reckon I'm gonna I'm gonna say Professor Oak smoky joke or whatever it was. That's <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm gonna pour the fat man down the drain. Okay. Uh, and then I'm going to have to ask you to uh, then take a drink from all the others. Mm-hmm. wasted. So the bloody Alice, you're down that one. Uh, and although you might get a bit of a cut lip from from the uh, the knife, you're fine. The bloody Alice is real. Phew. Uh, take a sip from your coloured gin and gin and tonic for. Uh, Infamous. You're still fine. Good. You're alright. Uh the fat man. Oh, you poured that away, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. So the last so the last one, because Nate poured away the afternoon tipple, is the Leviathan shot. Um three, two, one. Yep. And you're dead. Oh. Yeah. Well played, putting... I thought it couldn't be that because it's a PlayStation game. I thought she wouldn't have made up a, a non-PC game, surely. Surely. <laughs> sure, she's such a uh, uh, loyal gamer. Oh, my uh, word. Do you know, although that one, I nearly... Because it's basically, um, if you Google red, white, and blue shot, Americans are all over that. Um, oh. And I nearly just... just I nearly just... Uh, said it's a red, white, and blue shot. And then genuinely at the last second, I took out the red. I've removed that because I thought that would be too obvious. And I think you would have had me if I had left that in. 
Well, I can't believe we're dead by um, glow stick. Why don't you, quick, get out. If you run out of the cave and drink a load of milk and then maybe make yourself be sick, you might be all right. Let's do it. Let's bath. Well, thank you for uh, joining me in my uh, bar of lies there. And congratulations to us for actually managing to do a whole episode about drinks and games just because you like Rio's. <laughs> we did it. Yep. Well, we all like Rio. I like Rio as well. Um, and I recommend to the listeners, if you haven't had a, a can of Rio Tropicale in a while, just give it a go. You might be surprised. <laughs> all that remains now is for us uh, to do recommendations because every week we recommend something that is not a video game. Uh, Matthew, what are you going to speak? Uh, uh, it's not a full full bodied recommendation, but I watched the first few episodes of Wheel of Time, and oh, yeah, I thought it was okay. I haven't read the books, um, I should say, but I kind of I don't know. I just like people trudging through like amazing mountain and forest environments and wizard nonsense, and you know little people turning up and they you know they've got like a little twinkle in their eye and you're like oh i can tell this guy's a fan favorite um uh it's also got um one of the actors from money heist which i really like in it um he's just turned up so um i'm like all in on it now yeah i was interested because because amazon are going hard uh advertising that going really hard yeah, so i didn't like, wonder if it was any good it's sort of the, you know everyone's trying to have their own like game of thrones but it's it's very different because it's a lot more kind of i don't know high fantasy i guess you know mm. it's a lot more sort of tolkieny kind of monsters and magic and yeah. nonsense so there's a bigger like nonsense barrier to get over um but yeah it's like mm. seems seems quite well made um I imagine people who read the books hate it, as that seems to seems to be what happens these days. Yep. But um, if you don't have that investment, it's uh, fine. Uh, lovely. I am going to. This is going to be a. It's a difficult one to recommend. Um, but there's a a YouTuber called Quinton Reviews, uh, who I like, who uh, has been doing a, a project where he watches all of iCarly. And uh, and then does very long video essays uh, about various sort of seasons of iCarly, um, and because he's watching everything in the iCarly universe, uh, and there is a crossover with the other Nickelodeon TV show Victorious, which had Ariana Grande in it, not as the main character, so she was never allowed to sing. Um, he has done a video called "The Failure of Victorious." Uh, which I have not finished yet. I'm watching it in sections because it's five and a half hours long. Oh, this sounds uh, demented. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Come on. This, no, it's really good. It's uh, uh, like, you should treat it like, like a TV series. I'm not saying you sit down and watch it on one go, but it's, a, it's, it's genuinely, I very much enjoyed watching it so far. I'm going to watch more later. I'm, I'm 
I'm this is a genuine recommendation. I know it sounds mad, but I have enjoyed it, and I also enjoy the rest of the videos on his channel. Matthew, so oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Matthew. I'm sure, it's great. I agree with you. <laughs> that, was, that was so insincere. Oh, just no YouTube video should be longer than ten minutes. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I really like YouTube essays at the moment. I'm well into it. Mm. Um, mate, what are you recommend? Oh, it's a really boring one this week, but it is legit. Um, I needed some Bluetooth headsets. Uh, I got. I got those. It's too boring. Uh, I can't recommend a Bluetooth headset. I sound like a businessman. Um, no, no. Cancel that. You'll never know uh, what I had. Oh, no. Oh, I'm such an idiot because I thought it was someone... Oh, yeah, Bluetooth headset. I bought that this week. I'm covered for the recommendation, but now the shame's too much. Um, um, what have you read, watched, or eaten recently? Oh, I've eaten some good foods, I think. There you go. Um, do you know what? You may not have tried this, but this isn't this isn't even gross. It's great. Try a mature cheddar and kimchi sandwich. Yeah, that's been uh, fa- fave lunch recently. Mm. Do you make your own kimchi? Yeah, Ashley does. She's um, well into it. It's very nice, and yeah, it goes very well. You need like a really strong, almost crunchy cheddar to go with it, but then it's okay. it's a beast. Love that. All right. Lovely. Well, there we go. A, a varied mix of recommendations this week, actually. Um, uh, and do join us next week as well. Um, thank you for listening uh, and for putting up with uh, all our self-indulgences this week. Uh, but that has been episode 156 of the Electronic Wireless Show, the best drinks and games special. Um, please look up Rock Paper Shotgun on uh, social media, on your Twitter, your Facebook, and your YouTube. Um, go buy some merch. There's a link in the show notes for that. Join the Discord where you can discuss how much banging on glass in aquariums is acceptable uh, and whether or not just it's more acceptable than just touching the glass. Who knows? Um, and, uh, for all your PC gaming needs, go to www.rockpapershotgun.com. Uh, but for now, it's goodbye from me, Alice Bell. It's goodbye from Mr. Pepper. Goodbye. <laughs> and it's goodbye from Drinkenstein. Drinkenstein's sad. Good. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>